The desert heat stifles, as pervasive as the rust, slowly rotting the long unused bodies of the vehicles junked in the dirt yard. Inside, stacks of newspapers and fashion magazines lean haphazardly against the wood grain from my coffee table. The faucet drips lazily, audaciously, staining the porcelain basin with iron deposits. Dust screen, the TV sits silent, piled with coupons and unpaid bills. The front door is open, but the room is murky. Frayed shades drawn against the afternoon. Two girls lay on the couch in panties and t-shirts, chain-smoking. Wishing for action and air conditioning. Insects drawn low, along with the faraway sounds of the freeway. At least someone's going somewhere.
building lays his curtains, window shades flapping, backed up against the 101 freeway where it cuts a wide swath through Hollywood, annihilating neighborhoods. The tamarind arms has a false white decor facade, hiding grimy, crumbling bricks and dead, dusty, plantless banks, sparkling with broken glass and flip-tops from beer cans, littered with broken toys and food wrappers abuzz with flies. It's the kind of place you would avoid after dark. The kind of place where, if they even bothered to advertise a vacancy, it would read, Chapter 11, OK. The Tamarind Arms always has a vague carbohydrate smell enveloping the building. Pasta, rice, and beans again, for those who so hopefully repair the broken windows with duct tape and ambitiously fill cheap glass vases with fake flowers from newberries, but don't have the energy to scrub the grubby fingerprints from the windowsills. Salsa music floats down from the third floor, but there's something severely depressing about the fans whirling around at each window in the noxious Hollywood freeway zooms. Something hopeful, yet already defeated and beaten about the game music, the bright flowers, and the series robot fans that are just trying to make life a little better at the Tamarind Arms.